Hey y'all, and welcome back to another episode of I Wish a Mother Would. Now I'm super, 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 can I say super again? Excited about today's guest. We went through heck and high water to get her here because she's a busy, busy woman, honey. I have Sunshine the Hood Unicorn with me. Hey! Hey, friend. How you doing? Yes. What's up? <laughs> so, today we're going to talk about parenting styles. Um, but I'm going to start off a little bit different today because I want to educate real quick. And then we will get into all of our segments because my new segment has something to do with parenting styles and everything else we're doing it has something to do with it. So, I'm going to tell you about the four parenting styles. These are traditional parenting styles that came out in the 60s. Um, and they were devised by um, a psychologist named Diana Baumrind, okay? So she came up with actually three parenting styles, and then a fourth one was added in 1983, the year I was born, darling. <gasps> ooh, did I tell y'all something? Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, so the four parenting styles were permissive. So a permissive uh, parenting style is very child-driven. Um, you really rarely give or enforce rules. Um, you overindulge the child, um, and you're avoiding conflict a lot, okay? So that's permissive. Um, authoritative is when you solve problems together with your child, you set clear rules and expectations, you have open communication, and there are natural consequences um, to different behaviors. Then you have authoritarian. So you have authoritative. That's the first one we just did. Now you have authoritarian. Authoritarian is very parent-driven. You have strict rules and punishments. There's one-way communication. It's the because I said so type. Um, <laughs> and it's very little consideration about the child's social, emotional, and behavioral needs, okay? And then your last one was the one that was added in 83, which I guess a lot of things were going on around 83. It's called neglectful, but they use, they interchangeably use neglectful and uninvolved. I think uninvolved is, okay. Anyway, so basically you're a little bit uninvolved, a little bit absent. You know, we were all mostly a lot of latchkey kids around mm -hmm. the 80s, yeah? Mm -hmm. um, provides little nurturance or guidance. Um, you're indifferent to the child's social, emotional, and behavioral needs okay so we're gonna get into how those relate to us a little bit later but before we do that let's get into this news story do, 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 do. <laughs> it's the sound effects for it's me it's the sound effects for me <laughs> so okay here's my news story for the day so a couple excuse me there's a couple on the way to tel aviv from tel aviv to brussels so this is a foreign mm -hmm. story um and they selected ryanair flight for their commute though they did not buy a ticket for their young child, okay? They followed the same principle as on other transport where the seat for a child or baby is often free. I think their child was like right at that two mark, maybe a little bit younger. So while it does differ depending on the airline you travel, the rules are similar in most cases. In India, an infant is defined as a child that has not yet celebrated their second birthday. According to Air India guidelines, an infant may be charged a fee equal to 10% of a basic fee for an adult. So while you don't have a two-year-old, usually, you know, if it's not if the child is not two, you don't have to pay. Mm -hmm. But for them, their child was not two, but this particular airline charges a fee of up to 10%. Hence, it is clearly not free. Um, so the couple tried their chances as they attempted to board the plane with the baby. <laughs> um, and they did not have a ticket. 
So when they were stopped, the parents with a Belgium passport refused to pay for a ticket. And the couple walked past the passport control with their baby in a stroller and left the stroller and the child. They did not see the need to pay for the baby. And so they attempted to board the flight without their baby. But the airport staff noticed their scheme in time and alerted the police. The police found them, uh, found the guilty couple and took them into custody for questioning. The manager of the Ryanair desk shared that everyone in sight was shell-shocked after realizing what the... <laughs> it's a big case of them kids. You know, I was thinking real home alone-ish. Like, this sounds like some Kevin McAllister's mom type stuff. Kids, them kids was a person. No, 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 no. Don't put that on my people who who claim that because you can only say f them kids if you love them and you do right by them. Facts. You can't say f them kids if you leave them. Leave them for who? Under who? two years old. I'm, who did she leave? They the was baby? like, I'm going on vacation. They just left her at the gate. They left for the baby who to pick up. Did she have a baby? They Uber? figured, you know how you know how you leave a baby on the um steps for uh -uh. the fire department. Uh -uh. I don't, I don't, I don't. They doing something different out in Belgium. They doing real different. They wanted to go on that vacation. I just knew you weren't Big about bag. to say that lady was about to leave the baby. I thought you was about to say something like she tried to hide the baby no. underneath her shirt or pretend she was pregnant again. No, I just knew that would wasn't a good idea though. Yeah, I... Just put the baby in there. Shh. <laughs> You know I'm pregnant. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that probably would have been the best yeah. shit. No, they left the kid. You left the kid? They left the kid. <laughs> what kind of parenting style is that? <laughs> that would be the ne neglectful. Yeah. That, that would be they need to add that to the 2023. <laughs> that's a tw that's a 2023 that's a ad. Yeah. Yes, I, I know what it is. Mm. That's that. Mm. That's Christian ba uh, oh, teaching. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't do that. I ain't do that. I ain't say that. Don't say that. I ain't say that. Okay, let's play a game. Okay. <laughs> I didn't do that. All right, so um, we're going to do parenting style mothers from TV, okay? So I'm going to show you the mother, okay. and you're going to give me the parenting style. So remember, we have neglectful. Mm -hmm. We have authoritative, uh -huh. authoritarian, mm -hmm. it's because I said so. Mm -hmm. And then we have um, one more. The last one where you just Permissive. don't care. Yeah, you don't Permissive. care. You, don't you let them, you let them you do what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah? yeah? Okay. All right, so here we go. So these are our TV or movie mothers. Let's see. Let's show, show the friends. This is... Oh, you see that wire hanger in her hand, right? Okay, so look. No wire. I never watched the movie. Oh. But I know enough about it mm -hmm. to know that that's definitely authoritarian. 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 Y'all know I got a fat Terry. tongue. Terry. It's the second one. Terry. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. It's the second no one. No wire hangers. That lady was mean. Okay, we got the girl, the, the mom from Mean Girls. She's giving the girls cocktails, and she's like, I'm your bestie. That's the one that want to be your friend. Uh -huh. That's the promiscuous one. <laughs> permissive. Yeah, that's what I said. Because uh, yeah, if you be permissive long enough with your kids, they're they going to be, be promiscuous. promiscuous. Yes, they will. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, this, that was my mama growing yes, up. Yes, this is all of our mom. That's America's mom. That was America's mom. That was my mama growing up, okay? I promise you, when she hit with that, oh, you wanted to go have fun with the wretched. <laughs> I set up straight. 
<laughs> I would never, Mom. <laughs> she went on her own. Um, no, you know what? The beautiful thing about the Cosby show that I absolutely love was that they taught their kids. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They had conversations with their kids. It was never a do as I say because I said because so. I said so mm -hmm. and they definitely knew their kids name uh their not their kids names but their kids friends names they were involved in their lives so I would definitely say that was the first author authoritative yeah yeah yes it's like and principal and principal last but not least Miss Peggy Bundy if you if you uh promiscuous your kids will be permissive <laughs> yeah I feel like she's neglect because I do you remember her ever parenting I mean, like, I'm. Hmm. Do, I mean, she really was kind of like she just wanted to hang out. She pranced and, around the house. Yeah, but you know what? In her defense, mm -hmm. in her defense, uh huh. Her kids was kind of grown. They were like you. Th they was at the point where I mean, if you can't go in there and make yourself warm yourself up some spaghetti, mm -hmm. you know, she really was at that point where she was ready to be about her husband. I need to again. go back and like look at the first episode of Married with Children and see because they were they had to be a little bit younger at some point. But you're yeah. right, they were pretty teenage. They, yeah, they were pretty much from the beginning. Know. I just don't ever remember her parenting. I remember Al. Only thing I remember her doing was being in the kitchen, like cooking, like with her bonbons in yeah. the yeah, in the hair. Yeah. All right, so that is the motherhood game. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That, that's a mother. That's a mother, honey. Mother, mother. <laughs> well, let's get into you, okay? Okay, let's, let's get, get into Miss Sunshine. Okay, okay. So, what parenting style do you most identify with, and what parenting style did you grow up with? Because I know there's a contrast there. Okay, so let me start by saying what I grew up with. I definitely grew up with more of a, um, a th authoritarian style mm -hmm. um, with a little bit of the permissive. Okay. But I don't think my mom was permissive on purpose. It was by design. You know what I mean? She's a single mom. Mm. Um, she had to work you know, long hours. Uh, my mom worked in the transit system, so she drove the trains, you mm. know what I mean? So these aren't, you know, five-hour shifts. These are 12, 13-hour shifts, and then you have to come home and really get that rest because it's very much a job that you... You could kill somebody, right. you know what I mean? You run over the wrong person, and it's a wrap, yeah. you know what I mean? So I don't think my mom tried to have the uh, style of parenting that she did. It just was which the card she was dealt with, right. you know? And as you become a parent and you become older and you really get a chance to look back at your childhood, I think we give them more grace. Mm. You know what I mean? Absolutely, it's because it's hard. It is, it is. And I mean, if you've never looked at your birth certificate, I looked at mine and realized my mom had me when she was like 22 and my dad was maybe 24, mm. you know? I had my first child at 29 and I know I didn't know enough. Right. I couldn't imagine being 22, still in college, trying to get your 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 masters. And shout out to my mom. She still graduated. She still walked with and I'm in the pictures on her Love it. You know what I'm saying? On her hip. Mm. So I don't know. I don't blame her for the would I have won it, Claire? Mm -hmm. Definitely. Right. Was she able to give me that? Not necessarily. Right. You know? Um, I think because of that, I'm more conscious of my parenting style. Mm -hmm. I'm very much the type of person 
that is raising my children to be uh, functional, good parts of society Mm. you know what i mean like i don't just want you to be in society and give something back to society but i want you to be good Mm. you know be we don't use words like character and honor Mm. you know but they're the important foundations so very important our children yeah you know what i mean if you don't have any character if you don't have any sense of self then anybody can say and do anything and and when you look at social media, when you look at the propaganda from news or anything else going on, if your person, whomever that is, child or spouse or whatever, if they don't have a real good sense of self and who they are, whether they got it from parenting or lack of parenting, Mm -hmm. then anybody can tell them who they are and what life should be for them. And let me in that disclaimer that there's no right way to parent, okay? This is not an attack on anybody's Mm -hmm. motherhood, fatherhood, or hood. But yeah, this is just an open dialogue about parenting styles, how they differ, because at any given moment, we could be any of the four, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. We can be any of the four at any given moment. Um, excuse me. So with that, you think right now, what are your, what is your current parenting style? I think I'm more of the authoritarian. Mm-hmm. Ooh, authoritarian? Authoritative. Tative. Tative. Yeah. Okay. I'm a tater. I'm the tater. I'm the tater. I was like, yeah. I don't see that, but okay. But I think there's something in there that's missing that I am. Mm-hmm. And it would be like whatever the opposite of a helicopter parent is. Mm. Like, I I want you to fail. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to prevent my kids from experiencing life on both sides. I want them to experience the duality of it. So in some ways, I am a little hands-off. So that, that <clears throat> excuse me, in, in the 2000s, they mm-hmm. came up with some new parenting styles. It's like nine of them. Okay. And that's part of one of the new parenting styles that go with millennial age groups. And I, th- I think that's called a free-range parent. Yeah. I, I It sounds like chickens, but yeah. That gives me... I don't know why they give me chickens, but... Um, but yeah, I think that would be more along my 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 range. Um, and I'll give you a perfect example. Mm-hmm. I was talking to my son last night, and we were talking about his grades, and I was just saying, I need you to go to the teacher mm-hmm. and ask the teacher, what are you missing so that you can do whatever it is you're supposed to be doing, right? right? And um, I told him, I let him know, I said, I know I can go to your teacher and call your teacher and ask them for the work. Mm -hmm. But if I do it, it doesn't teach you how to talk to authority figures, how to advocate for yourself, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So that you can be self-sufficient. So that you can be self-sufficient. Because when you get in high school or when you get in college, I can't come up to every class and be like, why is this grade wrong? Mm -hmm. Or why didn't you, uh, why didn't you mark me present for this day? Or whatever comes up that you need to go and advocate for yourself. And then when you're at work, you can't do that for him either. Same thing. When he starts working a job. You've got to be able to advocate my for yourself. My mom's coming up here to take care of that. Exactly. <laughs> or my wife. Uh, ooh. 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 I'm so... A... <laughs> <laughs> I touched one, didn't I? You did touch uh, it. <laughs> you touched it. <laughs> you touched it. <laughs> so, uh, so in those senses, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Now, don't get it twisted. I'm not going to let him fail the class, and I'm going to step in when I need, need to. to. Yeah. But... 
did, when you come home. So did you talk to the teacher? Mm -hmm. Do you know what work is missing? Okay, let's go ahead and do that. And I think part of the reason why some of the kids are the way they are now is because so many parents did everything for their kids. Mm -hmm. They never were allowed to fail. They were never allowed to experience any kind of turmoil or, you know, if you didn't win this time, that gives you something to try harder for right. the next time. Allow you know them I mean? to fail with, you know, what what's safely reasonable, right? Right. Um, and with that, I love that when I first met you, I, I not even when I first met you, but a couple of years after I met you, your son, you were teaching him about taxes. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's there's no early, there's no perfect tell us, time tell to us teach how him. You taught him about taxes. Okay, <laughs> so um, with my son, he was maybe about two, three years old, right when he started walking, and it was just a little funny gag, but. I've always believed that you're as you're as old of a parent as your kids are, right? Mm -hmm. And so I've never taught anybody from birth before. Right. So this was my first, how can I teach somebody something? How do I teach a kid about taxes? Every time my kid would ask me to come open up his snacks or candy or whatever, I would open it up and I'd immediately take a bite. We all do it. And he'd be like... <laughs> It's mine. And I'd be like, yeah, but guess what? The government always gets theirs first. <laughs> you want good roads? The government gonna take it. They <laughs> gonna take a little bit of something from you first. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, when you get a job, the government gonna take that FICA first. My son don't know what I'm talking about, but he understood that you get taxed. Mm -hmm. The way I knew he knew it was right, as soon as he had a little sister and she was like, open this. Ooh. He opened it and took a bite and was like, you got to get taxed. <laughs> you learned it. You learned it. Hey, way to listen to your mama. That's my boy. That's my boy. Way to listen to your mama. So my kids understand taxes already. So when they get that first job, they're not going to be mad when they see FICA took her, you know, 20% or whatever. They're mm -hmm. going to know. She got taxed. They come off, they, they get theirs first. Mm. So. Mm -mm -mm. so let's get into being a cannabis advocate because you're a cannabis mom, yeah? Yes, I how, am. How does that affect your mode of operation as like a parent and your day-to-day? -day? Um, well, of course, I try very hard to separate my kids out of my videos and different things like that just because I feel like this is me. This mm -hmm. is nobody else. This is, this is me and my own whatever's, you know, but I kind of feel like if somebody was a hater or something like that, they might try to, you know, get the government in trouble with me be just because. Mm -hmm. um, I feel as though there's a lot of taboo when it comes to cannabis. There's a lot of propaganda, a lot of reefer madness, a lot of misinformation. You know, it's all based on the government right. trying to get their taxes and anyway. Trying to get their taxes <laughs> and get their money and, and the war on drugs and everything like that. But I think where most of it it really comes in it's just fear mm. you know what I mean there are so many different parts of this plant that are healing and amazing mm. you know that I don't understand why people are so vehemently I said that word yeah, you did yeah it. I did it you I did, did it. it you did it against <laughs> this this plant you know that's no different from oregano or you know parsley or whatever it just so happens that it has extra properties to it mm -hmm. and uh i try to make sure people know just certain things one you have a complete cannabinoid system in your body mm. 
Okay? Oh, so, I always, right. So I always hit the Christians with this one. You feel like God never made a mistake. God didn't do nothing wrong. Well, he made that plant. <laughs> and not only did he make that plant, but he made a complete system in your body mm. to accept that plant. Mm. And if you're a woman, he also made it so your body produces properties of that plant. Mm. Mothers that breastfeed, when you breastfeed, your body automatically produces a cannabinoid so that the baby becomes hungry and continues to eat. Oh. Message. Message. Oh, didn't know that. Okay. The more you know, the more, the more you, you know. You know? <laughs> and then not only that, just so many parts of this plant that are so medicinal. Um, you know, look, y'all don't know her as Google, but I know her as Google. <laughs> okay. You can ask Shanique with anything. <laughs> so a long time ago, I used to have a business where I made topicals and lotions and stuff like that. And she gave me this great place, this um Apothecary, apothecary, apothecary. Mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. I'm saying that right. Mm -hmm. Close. Mm -hmm. To go to and to look at the products that they have, and they sold pure hemp butter. Do you know what I was able to do with that? With hemp butter and a couple of other ingredients. I'm not gonna tell y'all my recipe, <laughs> but I was able to make a really good eczema cream. Mm -hmm. Why? Because cannabis or the derivative of the cannabis plant, hemp is really good to reduce inflammation. Mm. What is what is eczema? Inflammation. inflammation. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, we're so against it because if you ingest it, if you just so happen to light it on fire, <laughs> you giggle a little bit and you eat all of the Cheetos. <laughs> Not the Cheetos. You know what I mean? Oh. But there's so many parts of this plant. And no, I don't think it's for children. I don't want to advertise it to kids. But, you know, y'all consume liquor. Mm. Y'all don't advertise. Well, y'all do. But y'all don't advertise that to kids. Right. You know what I mean? It's so many other things out here. And and we so we got this hard on for cannabis that doesn't make sense to me. Gotcha. It just doesn't. Look, I'm going to um, turn the corner a little bit. Okay. So if we were in the streets at the apothecary store. At the apothecary. Or we were in a, a, a local Target or something. Mm -hmm. And your children got lost. Oh, what would they? What would they be doing? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if my kids got lost, the first thing they probably gonna yell out real loud is Marco, <laughs> and I'm gonna yell back Paulo, <laughs> and then we gonna walk around trying to find each other. If I'm looking for them, I'm probably going to yell out, Marco! <laughs> and they going to yell it back, Polo. And it's because I don't like yelling my kid's name out in mm. public. Um, plus, you know, that whole lost lost kid thing, mm. it run twofold. Yeah. Because now somebody know your kids is lost too. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, eh. And then sometimes it's not even a matter of them being lost. Like, um, I posted something about it on TikTok and I got a lot. Mm -hmm. I got a lot of comments back. And some people were like, well, you should have your kids with you at all times. Yeah, my kids... <laughs> My kids are uh, nine going on 31 <laughs> and uh, uh, 12 going on 13. Yeah. And I don't keep them next to me when we go to the park. They go run and have fun. Right. You know what I mean? But when it's time to go, I might not want to ski week or right. whatever it is that they do these days. <laughs> I, You know, Marco. Mm -hmm. And they come they running in polo. And so um, another thing somebody said was... <laughs> If I hear you yell Marco Polo, I'm going to yell it too. And then you're not going to know where your kids at. Baby, I know what my kids sound, sound like. like. Exactly. 
And I'll, I'll add to that, like, because I, you know, I used to do custom shirts and stuff like that. So I used to do a lot of stuff with kids' names on it. And mm-hmm. so for birthdays, that may be okay. But I will say I I, I err on the side of caution mm-hmm. when it comes to putting your kids' names on your backpack. That's a no-no. Putting their kids' names on just stuff that they're wearing every day that they're when they're not with mm-hmm. you. Because easily they're like, hey, Joey, mm-hmm. your mom told me to come and get you. And uh, what's Joey's the password? Like, right. Oh, we got a password. <laughs> What's the password? Okay, tell them about the password. Okay. Yes. So, <laughs> and, and I just want to say this. Shout out to the Wahite ladies out there. Um, I got a lot of this stuff from, you know, our mm-hmm. Caucasian cousins because they brought they brought it up. But, you know, I try to just make stuff work <laughs> for my hood. <laughs> Is this camera on me? Shout out to my shout out to <laughs> Y'all know who y'all are. Y'all taught me that. My I love cheers. y'all for that. But um <laughs> you know, a lot of this stuff, I, I saw them saying that, and I just made it work for me yeah. and my neighborhood and who I am. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So if if something happens, first of all, my kids know if they're not related to us, they probably not picking us up. Mm-hmm. Walk home. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Walk home. Walk home. Walk yeah. home. You know where the key at. Walk home. Mm-hmm. But if somebody come and they like, your mom and dad had an issue or whatever, they told us we had to come get you, we gonna take them to you. What's, what's the password? What's the password? And um, for us, the password is something that Everybody in our family would immediately know it's not a it's not an issue yeah. or what. I'm not about to tell y'all. Right. You know I, what I'm saying? I switch my password after it gets used though. Oh, that's a good because one. there has Ooh. been an instance where the kids did have to get picked up by one of my girlfriends. But even though she's my girlfriend, she still she still the needs the password. Right. Right. Because we don't want no messed up translation. But now she knows the password, so now you got to change I it. it. Oh, boys and berries. Boys and berries. Oh, okay. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Now, what See, if somebody... Right. Now, what if that. somebody strange does try to abduct your child? What are oh, they going to do then? Okay, so stranger danger. Okay. <laughs> First of all, stranger danger, let me say this. When I tell y'all what I do, one, I am a geriatric millennial, meaning... <laughs> Stop. Go ahead. Geriatric millennial. <laughs> I'll be 41 in a couple of days, okay? So when I say what I'm saying, it might not relate to you. But when I was when I was a little young, hot and thotting, everybody used to scream this, right? But I taught my kids to yell world star and to cuss <laughs> and to say every dirty cuss word that you've ever heard mommy say. I want my kids, I move this back just a little bit, but I move I if somebody <laughs> World Star! World Star! I want my kids to say, <laughs> and when I posted this and said it, everybody was like, no, my mom taught me to yell fire. And I get it. But see, this is the thing. If you yell world star, what's the first thing most people... Pulling out their phones. They're going to pull out their phone. Yeah. And see, that is, that's the trigger. A lot of people don't help little black kids. And we've seen it on the TikTok skits and stuff where it's a kid sitting there crying or people walk past them or whatever. Or I've even seen skits where people literally abduct a kid in front of a person and that person just walk on by their way, Mm. okay? But if you see a commotion, if you hear this tiny little voice saying the nastiest of words you've ever heard in your life, there's something you're gonna do, you're going to record. And if you record, I promise you, somebody's gonna post 
posted to TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, World Star, something. And if I can at least see the van, the color person that was taking you, the hat that they had on, which direction they went in, what street you were on, something, mommy can get you back. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Now, to add to that cussing, I, may, I want you to defecate on yourself. Mm -hmm. I want you to scratch and spit. <laughs> if you gotta sing, Jesus loves me, yes, he does. Do whatever you gotta do, okay? Ask them for crab legs and, <laughs> and sushi, like you do me. <laughs> whatever it is you need to do, just get back home to mommy. <laughs> I want you. I love you. I love you. I want you. <laughs> you my baby. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Okay. Uh, I'm sure our time is probably 5,000 hours I'm over. Sorry. But to end it off, do you ever experience mom guilt? Because you're a super mom. Like, I, oh. I love the way you parent. I love your free range, but I also love how you really are intentional about the lessons that you teach your kids. And I've always admired that about you. Oh, Thank I you. love you. Oh, Thank you. Pooja, 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 pooja. Anyway, <laughs> do you ever experience mom guilt? Right now. I do. Yes. Right now. Me too. Um, I feel as though I was a late bloomer. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize my passion and my purpose until after I had my children. And I believe my children probably helped me get there, you know? Um, I was a hairstylist by trade. I thought I was going to spend my time behind the chair, but it didn't turn out like that. And now I'm in media or I'm in some sort of, of entertainment, yeah. right? And we know that in this particular field, you have to be out there. On the go. You have to meet people. Networking is your best working, mm -hmm. you know? And I gotta go pick my kid up from school at two thirty. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 and then my other kid gotta get picked up at four. Right. I've got so many other things, so that I can be that good mom. And you only have but so much time. Yeah. And so I feel like if maybe I would have been doing this before I had kids, I could be a little bit further. Right. And I wouldn't feel so guilty when you know. Mom, mom got to go to this event tonight. Or, right. you know, the worst is, Mommy, where are you going? You look pretty. Can I go? Oh No. <laughs> no, you can't go. You can't but I would love it if you can. Right. The events that I have been able to take my kids to, oh, they light up, the, yeah. Oh, that's the best. Because you're like, like coolest mom ever. Right. My daughter, she comes into the radio station, mm -hmm. and some people put her on the radio, and I'm just sitting there like, oh, y'all are feeding into this. <laughs> but... You know, I've said this to you. I never have wanted to be Beyonce, mm -hmm. but I would love to be Tina. Mm. I'd love to be Tina. Mm. I don't necessarily want to be the star, but to create the star, to be the person that the star comes to and asks for advice and leans on. Yeah. That. I think that's the role I would want because I still want to go to the grocery store. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. people. Oh, they, oh, first of all. We didn't, we didn't introduce you as the hood unicorn. We introduced you as Sunshine, but she was AKA the hood unicorn. So I wore my unicorn earrings yes, today for yes. her. I like I'm gonna steal them. <laughs> you ain't gonna have them. <laughs> They're mine. Man, them is cute. And I noticed them immediately. I was like, oh, okay, earrings. I did for you. So speaking of gifts and earrings and stuff, because she's the best gift giver ever. Okay, I've got really great stuff from her from my birthdays. Um, you already know I have a radio show. Yes. It's called All Hustle, No Fear. I'm on the Hits 92.3 platform every morning from 8 to 10. Yeah. Um, it is more 
more for the adults. Don't let your kids listen to this After show. After Dark Radio in the morning, a, yes. A, a gram. <laughs> um, with that being said, here is a All Hustle No Fear toothbrush so you can keep my name in your mouth. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I mean, you know, the first thing you do in the morning is brush your teeth anyway, so you might as well put me in your mouth. Oh, my goodness. This is too many levels to this. <laughs> this is... The... I cannot. Okay. Love this girl. I want to thank you so much. Do you have anything going on um, coming up? In the um, future, I mean, my birthday coming up, and I'm bet I'm gonna have an extravaganza. Extravaganza. It's gonna it's gonna be a vibe. Mm. Um, but other than that, you know, I'm always looking to network with people. Uh, always looking to bring new people on my show. I want you to come on my show so bad, but she said my I've her been on your show, but I'll come again. She said her brand. I want her. I want her. She. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> she she got she got the kids. Mm. And I, Tell the people where they can I find got the you, adults. girl. <laughs> But I love it. Um, you can always find me on all social media platforms, unless I'm shadow banned, at, <laughs> <laughs> at allhustlenofear.com. Um, and you can, if you want to get to know more about me, you can visit at allhustlenofear on all social media platforms. Yeah. But if you want to know more about me, you can go to allhustlenofear.com. And, um, you know, I'm always in the hood. That's and, why they call and, me the hood and unicorn. And in your mouth. And, and in, in your, your mouth. mouth. <laughs> and in your mouth. There it is. There it is. All right. Thank you so much, Sunshine. Love, love you, love you. Lean over. Lean over. Get a church hook. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to a Help a Mother Out craft. So today's craft is so fast, you'll probably blink and it'll be over, okay? This craft is really, really fun, and it's more of a process than it is a craft. Um, it's painting, but this is painting with Mommy and Me. So what you do for this proce process is you literally take out some watercolors and paintbrushes with your child, um, and then you would start to paint one part of the picture and then allow them to join in and paint the next part of the picture. So if I were to get started with this, for me, and I'm using my little water right here, these are watercolors, I would start off maybe with a blue sky, right? So I'm starting with the blue sky and it's nothing fancy. And then I would let my child, and I wouldn't tell my child that this is a blue sky, I would just put blue up here. Because for them, it might not be a sky. For them, it might be an invitation to create a flag. Or it might be an invitation to create something else. So I'm just putting blue at the top. And then my child would follow behind me after I did this small little part. They would choose what color they wanted to use. And they would add something else, okay? Knowing my son, I would do this with my son, he's six. Knowing my son, he'd probably come in and draw a rainbow friend, okay? And his favorite rainbow friend is blue, so I'm going to use a different rainbow friend, and I think I know what he looks like. I think it's orange. He looks like a stick figure, okay? This is rainbow friend, orange. And I would probably have no clue what he just drew, Okay. But it doesn't matter because then I would go in and then add, add in my portion, right? And then we would keep building and building and building until we had a complete picture. And that is a mommy and me craft that doesn't take much, 
but means so much to your kids. I implore you to t try it at home. And if you do give it a try, make sure you hashtag I wish a mother would podcast or help a mother out or and tag Dasher Creations. See you guys next time in our next craft segment. Welcome to the Help a Mother Out cooking segment with Coach Chef Kim. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. <laughs> so what are we creating today? Okay, so today we're going to do a really fun, really delicious, really quick Kids in the Kitchen craft. Okay. All right. So this is so simple. It's going to happen so fast. Don't blink. <laughs> All right. So you know how like when you go to like those really over-the-top kids' birthday parties. Yes. And they've got, like, chocolate-covered everything, pretzels and strawberries and all the things. Yes. Okay, you're going to learn how to do that. Okay. Okay, great. So we're going to use little pretzels, but you can literally use any type of pretzel that you want. It does not matter. Okay. If you're using longer pretzels, use a taller cup so that when you stick it in there, it covers more of your pretzel. Oh. That makes sense? So, yes. like, the long rods, just you're going to use a larger cup. So, you literally take it, you dip it in. Now, depending on how much chocolate you want on there, mm -hmm. you can do, like, this much. You can do the whole thing. It doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. And then we set it down, right? Okay. And then immediately put sprinkles on it if you're going to put sprinkles on it. Oh, because that helps it, like, set in? Yep. It's got to set while the chocolate is still wet. Perfect. Oh, did I do it? You did. Okay, immediately. 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 Put it on there. Now, if you're me, you dip like five at a time, and then you come back and sprinkle them. Uh, but like, if you're doing this with kids, they don't know. That yeah, they and they're gonna want to make a mess. So if you want to like cover most of it, mm. then take it out. I also recommend tapping it oh, on the side. Pull it at an angle have. so you can get more. Yes. Ah. Then that way it'll lay flat. So if you know that you're gonna use this as like a party setup, yeah. then you want to make sure you take off some of that excess chocolate. Because if you don't, it's not going to lay flat. Okay, and it won't. Will it dry? Well, it'll dry. But it'll it... still dry. It's just going to take a little bit longer. Because I dipped that whole thing dry. right there. It's okay, though. Shake it, shake it, shake it. Sometimes shake it, shake it. you want to dip the whole thing. Shake it, shake it, shake it. Now, another reason you want to do this, Christmas is coming up. And one of my favorite things to do is to dip pretzels in chocolate. Mm -hmm. And then you can serve it with hot cocoa. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hot cocoa. <laughs> love it, I love it. Or you can make it a stir if your kid likes pretzels. Oh. Then you can use the rods and use it as a stir in their cocoa. You oh. could also do this with marshmallows. Oh, oh, and put the marshmallow. Put oh. the marshmallow into the chocolate, add the sprinkles to it, and then your kids can use other as a stir. You can do this with peppermint. You can do candy canes. Ooh, candy canes. You could put the candy cane into a marshmallow, dip it in the chocolate, and then that's the stir that's going to be served for your hot cocoa. Have a peppermint hot cocoa with a little white chocolate. Exactly. Tears. I know. It's super fun. You can do as many or as little. It, listen, if it's a late night snack for mom, you just want something sweet and salty. It's a good pretzel. Grab you some pretzels, dip it inside of your melted chocolate, and it's going to work beautifully. Now, just to give you a little note about our chocolate that we pre-melted, mm -hmm. this is actually almond bark. Mm. There's no nuts in it. So you but wait, it's called almond bark. I understand. I don't know why they call it that. So Kayla can use this. She's allergic to nuts. Absolutely. This is the only allergen-free thing that I could really find mm -hmm. because I used to do this for lots of people at one time. Okay. So using almond bark lets it melt really, really quickly. It can come in white chocolate or in chocolate. If you want to be extra fancy, you can get colored chocolate, mm -hmm. put it in a piping bag, mm -hmm. and then you can come back and go back and forth across it, zigzagging your color instead of using sprinkles. Okay, this is maybe a weird question. Can you put food color in this, or you, is it better just get the colored chocolate? You would need to do 
candy color. Okay. Because candy color is going to be oil-based, um, and it's not going to seize up your chocolate. Gotcha. So don't put regular food color in chocolate and think it's going to do what it's no, supposed it's to not. do. No. Because that's something I would have done. Yeah, and then you just have a clump of the color. Thank you, Coach Chef Kim, because I would have messed up this Christmas, and then they would have been mad. No, yeah, don't do that. But really just buy, like, the color already in the store. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So tell the people where they can find you, where they can find fun recipes. Absolutely. So you can find this recipe and more on CoachChefKims.com. Hey, thank you guys for tuning in for another Help a Mother Out cooking segment with Coach Chef Kim. See you next time. All right, Sunshine. So share with us three things that mothers can do with their kids to have some mommy and me bonding time. Okay, so one, um, for the moms who can't swim, like me, I love a splash pad. If you go and just Google splash pads in your neighborhood, basically, it's like a pool, but you know, it's like a, the sprinkler systems. Yeah. yeah, kids have a ball and you never have to worry about anybody drowning. <laughs> That's number one. Two, uh, I'm a nerd. I love science. So here in Atlanta, we have Fernbank Museum, and it's the Natural Natural History Science Museum. That's not about right. It got dinosaurs, and then they usually trade out the exhibits all the time. So sometimes it might be some about animals or earth or all kind of different things. You can go, um, I know ours, you can get like a ticket for four for like a hundred people. I mean, for a hundred dollars for four people. And the past lasts the whole year. And they do a lot of great stuff. Superhero day for Father's Day. And those are tax deductible as well. Probably so. They are That's because they're right. nonprofits, those museums are. Yeah. So uh, I love Fernbank. And then um, the last one, germaphobe. Mm. I, like, I am. Uh, Starlight movie theater. Mm. I like to drive in. Yes. Baby, open up the trunk, throw some pillows back there, bring a box of ribs and some macaroni and cheese. <laughs> yeah, what? Well, y'all don't bring y'all grill out and be grilling at the... Not the whole grill, but I do oh, bring okay. my food. Yeah. I do bring my food. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Me and the hubby sitting up in there mm -hmm. and... Don't tell nobody I said this, but if you sit right, you could really get a twofer because you can... Okay, I'm going to stop. You just drive over there. I don't have to sit right. Just drive over to the next screen. Oh, see, I be trying to be respectful. Uh -uh. I just park my... I sneak and watch. I don't actually just drive to the next no, screen. just drive to the next screen. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then just all... Look, make your kids sit back in the back seat and have them slunch down, and they always is seven years old. My nine-year-old, she been seven for two years, and my 12-year-old been seven, and he going to be seven because then they free or just a dollar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Yep. Thank Make you. Make it crunch down. Thank you for joining us on I Wish a Mother Would.